All right. All right, we're going. Work for everything Whoa. I thought I had to work for. Whoa. Yeah. Hope we don't get taken down on YouTube, Facebook, Mute. This is not suitable. It ain't cute. We, this isn't preview. Is this audio jungle again? Audio jungle. I forget. This is licensed music, huh? No, it's not. You hear the preview going? No. It's in there? No. My dad, I can't hear anything. Did you hear the lyrics? You got to work for it. Sweat equity podcast style. That was an abrupt stop, and I didn't even get out. Ha! Ha! God almighty. Sweat equity podcast. Uh. Our guest sitting with us, Kelly Jenkins of, I don't know why I'm doing the, the strip club DJ voice. Kelly Jenkins yeah. of. Do that the whole time. Simplicity please. Organizing Solutions. Is it simplicity organizing now? Just simplicity organizing. All right, get up right in that mic. It's a robot dick. There's a dick hole. Get right in that dick hole. Oh Lord. Now she's yeah. stunned. No, pull it. Just pull it up a little screeching bit. Screeching hole. Okay. You're the only person that's pretended to be stunned. I know you're not for realsies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've made plenty of dick joke uh, with you before, so I'm not. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Real smooth. Real smooth intro. Smooth That's how we do that here. I'm sorry! Hey, we're on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. We're on Spotify, Vimeo. What else are we on? we on YouTube. YouTube, Facebook. Facebook. We're on, Follow us on Instagram. Uh, Pinterest? Yeah, we're on so. Pinterest. I think we're on there. LinkedIn. All Everything. We, we couldn't give digital marketing advice if we didn't do some of that in a very haphazardly fashion. Yeah, if you don't get your stank on everything, it don't count. Stank on ya. Mm-hmm. It's on ya. Let's copyright that, even though it's outcast. Yeah, should go good. Yeah. I uh, I have been more, one of my plans the last few months, I don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't know. Do y'all? No. No. Okay, good. Get out of here with that. I think that. all of us probably in agreement. like, they don't really work. The people who really make a big deal out of them are almost always the people that never follow through with them yeah. for the whole year. It's like, and I learned this in high school about making a new year's resolution. You have to have like quantifiable things to it. For sure. Yeah. Going, I, I'm going to, my goal is to go to the church, go to church more. Sure. Or something that, that might be a little more useful. You can go with your time. <laughs> yeah. You can go instead. He was like, uh, you should say, I'll go to church two or three times a month. And th- at least that's a, okay, now you've given yourself kind of a, something to measure against. Yeah, that's what I'm always saying. Write it down. Yeah. Just record it. And then you can go back and look. Do You don't have to show anybody. Just go back for yourself to actually see if you're doing what you said you were going to do. Benchmarking is important. Mm-hmm. Kelly used to uh, do, if you don't mind me bringing it up, uh, the bodybuilding-ish, uh, what is it, fitness model stuff. Yes. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and that part it is all benchmarking. Like literally, all you do is like calibrate yourself all the time and go. I need to get to here, and I need to be dehydrated by show day. <laughs> I gotta lose I fourteen to, pounds in I, fourteen I, minutes. Ironically, I need Ooh. to be the most unhealthy I could be the day of. Yes, right. Like literally, everybody's like oh, oh, about to die. Yeah, on those things, which I didn't know about until recently, um, but. I think goal setting is important. I don't know how to quantify. I my thing is a mission to be more organized. I don't know how to quantify that. I was gonna ask you, 
maybe on air without pre-production questions to tell you. But I'll, I'll let you think about it for a second. But my mission was like this office. I was like, I got to I got to douche this thing out of all the crap that's in here because it started to look like a TGIF and just like just chachis and like stuff that was in my apartment. The alligator house. with sunglasses stays. <laughs> the choo-choo train. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm the one that goes around the, oh, right. the ceiling. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Got a camera in it. Yeah. That one we're Woo-woo. we're testing out. We're not sure. Uh, yeah, Ric Flair is excited. I won't do it five times in a row. No, be you, a choo-choo train. It, so, <laughs> so, so my thing is like, I, I'm doing it, but my thing is consistency is what I've been bad about. I'm up and down yo-yo uh, a lot of the time, and I, my big thing is to be more consistent. Just if I have a general, overall motto, right? Um, but that doesn't work because it has no goals, it has no dates or benchmarks or any of that. Um, as far as cleaning and getting organized, we talked about it on the show. Eric's very good at it naturally. Maybe not naturally, but... No, not naturally. Well, I think... I think kids t- make it happen. About Kelly, uh, the habit list that I use, I put cleaning stuff on there, clean the fridge out once a month, and then when you do it, you push the little button and then a month later it pops up that you're due to do it and you know if you go six weeks without doing it it'll still go a month later so that's helpful for cleaning stuff i mean just any sort of maintenance thing that you might think about changing your air filters all that stuff yeah check your tire pressure once a week sure yeah uh, no you should it's 2019 no 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 or a notebook of some kind. An app, no. But what I was going to say in terms of this this office would be start with something small uh-huh. that's not overwhelming. Yeah. One small area, one corner, one drawer, and you need to declutter. Right. Find out what you're going to keep, what you're not going to keep. So the goal is to get rid of some stuff so you can actually organize it and maintain it. Well, part of the problem was my schedule was wonky, right? So we were rarely in the same room with each other unless the podcast was really going on. Mm-hmm. So part of the thing was like, he, Eric would be doing something, and then I'd come in, and I'd do something, and I didn't know he had a system going, and then he didn't know I had something going. Like, I had piles going, and then I'd go, oh, shit, I got to go. A lot of that, right? Because I'm bad about time figuring out how long it takes to do some of this stuff, Right. Because I'll mm-hmm. just do it and just go. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'll go, I'll come back and pick it up. Like, I had all our picture frames on the ground, gridded out, right. ready to hang. And then last night I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll come in in the morning. It's D- a lot of nails. Right. And then I just took a picture of it. I got to do it later. But it, my thing is, like, uh, it, I was going to try to go big to small, I guess. And that probably isn't the best method, I guess. Um, taken what are you talking about big to small so you're saying take small wins kind of theory right like take a drawer kind of right. do that first he was saying i'm gonna organize the whole office yeah. in an hour right no and it wasn't gonna happen no i just go I, i'm in gonna general, get a, a lot of big stuff done i'm gonna get that whole big console we have and i'm gonna just take everything out do take out everything we don't need 
and then put it back in there in an organized fashion. Yeah, you should have done it one drawer at a time. One is what you said. Time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's my favorite soap and opera. Categorize. One drawer at a time. Cat- okay. Categorize. So another thing I wanted to do is put. If you've ever watched Hard Knocks, you ever watched Hard Knocks? I have not. Uh, it's they go through NFL training camp, and there's you fifty. Three people on a team, fifty-five, yeah. something like that. Fifty-three make the active roster. Okay, and then uh, four inactives like on game day. Hundred and eight that are out at training camp, and so the whole show's like everybody. It's existed for fifteen years or something like that. It's all about the cuts and stuff. And oh yeah, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> and so that's why we all watch it. Don't get it twisted. All guys watch it for the cuts part. They try to say it's about something else. I want to see a no. football coach cry. Yeah, it's bad. Hugh it's, Jackson got close. So they can't remember anybody's name, so they, they put a sticker on the top of your helmet, and they write your last name on it. They okay. do that in high school and college, too. Um, they do it at football camps when I went to it and stuff, because it's like, I'm not going to remember your name. Who gives a shit? Like, uh, Coach Spurrier of UF, of uh, the Gators, used to just call everybody by their number. It's way easier. Because you don't want to remember everybody's name. Yeah, but in college, they have over 100 guys. Still, but still, but they'll I mean, have like, like three number 66s as big fat guys. Yeah, but I feel like those guys are such maniacs. They A lot of them are good at it. Like, I bet Saban can recall almost every guy's name for some reason. He's a robot, though. Right. He's, he's crazy. But what I'm saying is that's what I wanted to do with the outside of the drawers for a while so that I know what's in there because what I have is some kind of dementia with – organizing where i'm just like oh yeah how, what, what was i gonna do th- wh- where did i put everything in there what's what's where are pins where are they and then i just go through everything like right that's why you want to categorize that way you can put like-minded things together yeah like, like how, do, yeah, how do you do it and glue and sticky stuff, sticky stuff. you know all your sticky stuff's gonna go in one area all the writing utensils mm-hmm. can go in another area and then subcategories from there. You know, these are expo markers. These are not expo markers. Mm. These might leave a mark and not come off. So that's pens. a big deal around my house. What? Get them Sharpies out of the way. Oh, yeah, because your kids will write on the wall or something. Yeah, well, around each other. they really don't until like a few weeks ago. My son did. And I don't, he's uh, three. Yeah, he still does that stuff, but definitely uh, keep them separated. I think every parent has had a child hiding somewhere with a Sharpie marker <laughs> at one point. Yeah. And might like, have the pictures to prove yeah. it. <laughs> I can remember when I was a kid, I was first learning the alphabet, and I wrote a humongous D on the door. D for door. Nice. Oh, this is my daughter's new thing now. She writes on everything. She writes her name or she writes I love you on everything. Oh, that's good. The trash can, <laughs> the You're dresser, like, the wall. Still got to paint over this, but the door, sweet. everything. So it, when someone I to me your job is more therapist than than anything. That's how I look at it. I we've been helping you out here with uh some of the the nerdier stuff that uh to get the business going or just help you with what we can. Someone some badass major Ooh, my Bojax is excited, my dog. Um, some badass made your logo. God, he's, what a girthy logo you've got. Uh, that means you made it. Mm-hmm. And so um, my thing is uh, when someone comes to you about about your services, which is you know, co- going to their house or business and helping them out, how does that work? What's, the, what's the, like the intake form? Are you like, uh, y- y- when you go over there, are you kind of just like, are you, the person help you or what they can uh-huh 
Um, I want to find out what their goal uh-huh. is first, right? I like that. So we um, go through what their goals are for an area or individual rooms, um, a time frame of when they want this completed by, and I'm going to eventually need their help because I can't make the decision on whether or not they keep everything or throw things away or donate them or recycle them. So in prep for this episode that you didn't know you were coming on, to be fair, right? to, to everybody listening, um, I, li- I w- had tidying up in the background for an hour. Which is an, a, on, what, a, Netflix a Netflix documentary? Yes. Yeah. Okay. On the Marie method. Ooh, what's that? Marie Kondo um, has her own method of tidying up. Her last name is Kondo? Yes. <laughs> I know. Con I'm with Marie. Okay, I'm with you. It sounds like a hoax already. My name's Marie yeah. Kondo. She's Japanese. Yeah. So Whoa. K-O-N-D-O? Are you, are you going to be okay? Uh, this yes. is, I'm, we're not moving past that. Yes. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. It's very cute. Okay. Small, petite. I get it now. Comes in. She yeah. ha- and she has an assistant, right? Because I had it on mute. She has an assistant who's more like a, a translator. Oh, okay, she, okay. She usually just speaks Japanese on the show. Because I was watching it in, on mute because I was like, I think I get this probably i think i speak japanese well like hoarders is a similar is the extreme version right so it's like it's psychological like people can't get rid of stuff and they're like who hurt you when you're 12 like they just get to it yeah you know, I, like and they're like i have to save all those newspapers i have to I, and they're like why and like just don't touch it please and you're like uh okay this is something else my dad was a paper boy right there's something tied to this right uh, the last time I watched Hoarders was all the dead cats one, and it bummed me out. So uh, just, yeah, they were just chilling under all this trash, and I was like, "Whoa, this is not fun." Um, I, I do not. Want you're that not in that zone. No, I'm just saying. I don't want to wear the hazmat suit. I don't want to pick up dead animals or feces. And, or that, and that's a deep no, psychological, you. like, just world you're jumping into if you get in that hoarders side. Yeah. But. But you got to do it a little bit. You got to be a little bit of a psychologist, right? I oh, mean, when right. you're getting in it, do you, how much are you thinking about that? Where it's like, okay, this person well, we, is obviously attached. We see business as psych, a lot of psycho, mostly psychology. I mean, like the goal setting thing, you know, that I set that up to kind of foreshadow this a little bit. Yeah. Fucking awesome host. Uh, and so I'm the most humblest host, you know. No, um, waiting for prices right horn. Nothing? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. No soundboard. No, I got it. I just didn't want to use it. I'm sorry. You can test them all out. I'm gonna push all the buttons. So, so you got to make the first thing we do with any client is like, what do you want to do, right? And that's kind of the same thing. And then we go, what are your? For us, it's KPIs, key performance indicators, small goals essentially. But how do we know how well we're doing? as we're doing it. That's kind of what that means. So you're doing this similar thing, right? What do you want to do? Okay, the garage. Let's go to the garage. Now we got to make some hard and fast rules or else this won't work, right? Right. If you've had this stuff over a year or something, don't use it is a good rule, right? No. What? Give me some, give me some stuff you've been saying to some clients. Or do you just play it by it? As it comes. Every client is going to be different. Okay. But for the most part, um, once we have categorized things, like as we're pulling things out of the bins or the shelves or wherever it is, the floor, 
we're going to categorize, uh, okay, sporting equipment goes over here, holiday stuff goes over here. After everything's categorized, then they can see, oh my gosh, look at all this holiday stuff I have. Do I really need all this holiday stuff? Right. Yes, I really need all this holiday stuff. Oh, okay, you, you really need it. Well, I'm agnostic. Go, Why do I have all this? <laughs> For the war on Christmas. Let's go through each one and, and just make sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's not broken and it still has a purpose and... I don't want to use Conmarie's method here, but does it spark joy? <laughs> Is that what she says? Yes. Does it spark Hold joy? It. Does it spark joy? Does it give you this like? Do you think she's playing up like the accent? Like, she knows what she's saying. Or I, <laughs> I I don't have a Japanese accent. No, no. I don't know how to do it. No, but <laughs> please not, don't. No, please don't. <laughs> I, let me be We'd the only not. racist joker on yeah. here. Uh, the the thing is, uh, no, I'm saying like, I think sometimes you can play up the accent a little bit. It, to win favor, like what, bit. like how, like uh, oh man, oh you mean like in an in an endearing like, way, to make it endearing, like oh all right, a little oh, bit, I'll throw it away. I I used to work for um some a uh, uh, mom and pop air purifier company called Rabbit Air, and they they would play it up. I'd see it. They play up. Uh, they're from Hong Kong, but they play up the Chinese English dialect on people. What like to, the accent heavy to, te- to help them sell the the air purifiers, yeah. Because oh. it'd be like, oh, these ancient guys Chinese secret, huh? It's weird. It was weird, but they they think we're all rubes. If uh, they're like, yes, yes, we're like very polite and stuff. It, yeah, well, all right. we do buy into it. Do I? Do I hear John Paul? No, um, he's in there watching YouTube videos, jackass. We yeah. do it. We can hear you. That's our producer, he's executive like producer. No, yeah. Great. Show me your hands. Good job. Size. Good Sorry. job. Um so what uh I need your help with my stuff. I wanna kind of go more minimalist style. Okay. What what would you do? You've been to my place, you've seen in this office. What would you rec I haven't seen it lately. There's a lot less stuff in it. Um <laughs> but what would you say? is a good way to kind of get rid of a lot of clutter, declutter shit. Well, you want to start in categories. So you don't want to just be like, okay, I'm going to do the entire house. And you don't want to say, I'm going to do this entire room. You want to start with certain items first and leave all the sentimental items that would be keepsakes last. Okay. okay. That way you can um, go through the process with all the other items that probably don't have as much meaning to you. And you can decide a lot easier and faster, you know, oh, do I like this shirt? Do I wear it? Do I love this shirt? Oh, I kind of like it. Have I worn it in the last six months? Am I going to wear it in the next six months? Is hypercolor t-shirts coming back? It, I mean, is don't it, throw those. You can't, you can't <laughs> keep stuff because you think it's coming back. Okay. So don't. Me- what is about my mesh small? tank tops? They're cut off. And so you can see my belly button. Is it too small? Yeah. Is it too small? Get rid of it. Well, no, is that, it that fits. I'll take it. That, I'll that take fits. Those. It's supposed to be. That oh, way. I'm going to lose weight one day or, oh, I might gain my weight back. No. Get rid of the stuff that doesn't fit right now. Get rid of the stuff. So my that pregnancy weight love. stuff. Okay. Yeah. All your, all your maternity clothes gone. Oh, my mom jeans I wore. Do you do the thing where you turn your uh, hangers backwards at the like on January first or whatever time, and then when if you actually wear it, you have to go up and around? I have not, but I'm totally stealing that idea. Uh, well, there you go. What is that? We should be partners. So pl- you take so if you have your you take all your clothes and you turn all the hangers around like up and under, hooking it uh, the, so that it's the, like a pain in the ass to get out of there. And then when you wash it again, you put it on normally. 
at the end of the year, you see what you got still oh. underhooked, and then you get rid of it. That's actually from my mother-in-law. Nice. Like so, there you go. That'll be $5,000. Okay. <laughs> Organizing. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, th- it sounds it sounds uh, minutiae-esque about this stuff. My theory on this is if I want to be a good dad, I think part of this is being organized and not running around all the time. I, We had a house just it was not – it wasn't – it wasn't dirty and it wasn't unkept. It was just like, no, it's a constant battle. It's like I just want to know where things are, where they're supposed to be, kind of thing. And, and I know kids are going to screw it up. You want I'm your cool with that. Kids to know where things are as well, so right. they're not like, Dad, right. Dad, where's this? Right. Where's that? And I want more routine in my life as well. That's what I'm trying to go for. So part of, to me, part of that is a work in progress to have everything have a spot. Everything goes. A Everything way. have a home. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, one thing I have, one one behavioral, pro- not problem, but I'll try to throw stuff away, and then I'll go. Ah, well, I can donate it, or maybe I'll sell it online, mm. and then it'll be like kind of just sitting there, like, I the Gary V thing. Have y'all ever seen that video? No. Where he's like, "Hey, bro. Okay, you want to make some quick? You want to make some quick dough? Okay." Anybody can do this. Anybody can do this. It's not, you don't have to have any skill, okay? Here's what you do. You go to Family Dollar, you buy a bunch of items at Family Dollar for a dollar. Then you can go on Amazon and you can sell them on Amazon for five, eight dollars a pop sometimes. Because some people can't get these things out in the country. So they'll buy it. Oh, classy. Jesus Christ. You son of a bitch. Right in my Gary V rant? How dare you? So He answers it. He's in there so, talking on the phone. So uh, professional. You, you want to you want to be an executive producer? Kind of my soulmate. And so, yeah, they're B, they're BFFs. Not right now though. Oh, he covered up his camera. Yeah. Now we just think you're dry rubbing over there. Um, and so, what? I've heard that works. That's an old video, so I don't know if it applies now. It's like an eight year old video, I think. But um, I do feel like I hate wasting stuff. Right? right, just cosmically. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough to because I don't know. Donating sometimes it's just like this. Some of this shit doesn't have any value, and then I don't know what to do with it. Is there? I don't know. Do you have anything in this area? This isn't a great question. So you can go to earth nine one one dot com, and it will tell you what can be recycled and where to recycle it. Mm. So that we're not just throwing it into a landfill. And then there are tons of charities and donation centers. I can give you lists of the ones that I use. But if you think about something that maybe you're passionate about, animals, I don't know, mm. humane society. Mm. You can give away blankets and Dude, pillows to the society. If anything, they have those Who doesn't bins. love animals? Is there a charity that is for uh, legalizing prostitution? No. Is it a charity though? Uh, no, it's like the more you give, donate stuff. It's like Habitat for Humanity kind of thing. So you need a rich guy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, nothing. Usually requires anything. I was no just getting noise? ready to yeah. say that like w- that is one of my services, but I thought you might misinterpret and think I meant prostitution. Yeah, mm. because that is not. But <laughs> no. one of my services would be to take away your. You're not a dirty that maid. You would like to donate, uh-huh. and you I will be the take bad them. guy. I will take them from you. Yeah. I will put them in my vehicle. And, and I will you'll drive throw them, them in a landfill. And I will drive them to a donation center. That's okay. good. I mean, 
And are you getting the tax write-off? Are you doing it for them? Hey, if you want the receipt, I'll give you the receipt, bro. Hey, bro. Don't bro me, bro. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. You can doctor those, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I play by the rules, but it, yeah. Me you, too, me too. To. Um, my, yeah, I just, I, I don't like throwing away stuff sometimes. Uh, like cords and whatnot for tech stuff. We have way too much of that crap in here. Uh, yeah. But, however, there will be that random time where we're like, God damn it, we need this audio cable yes. for this thing that we're trying to do. And we're kind of in a, um electronic store desert of sorts here. Yeah. So it's like either... It's like you a radio shack. So you have to think ahead every time. Um, they went out of business, right? Exactly. They, you get the joke. <laughs> radio crack. Nice. Uh, why do I have to register for batteries? Um, yeah. That was the old Seinfeld joke. Uh, my thing with, excuse me, John Paul. You need to, please. yeah. You got to get past the thing Jeez. where you you don't want to throw stuff away. You gotta just start throwing stuff away. It's so freeing when you're just like, I don't. It doesn't matter. I don't care what my garbage man thinks of me. How about do you have any container stores that aren't as expensive as the container store? Oh, it's Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree for realties. Yes, but the other place that I love to go for organizing things is Bell's Outlet. Hmm. Bell's. Bell's Outlet, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. Yeah, Ross. they do have like, have like housewares, huh? Yeah, they have like these little organizing bins and shelves and whatnot. That's a lot cheaper than Walmart, even. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's good. And you can actually use stuff that you probably already have in your house. I've been doing a lot Shoe of that. Boxes. I, but then it it becomes a hoarder situation. Like I have it here. I'll save every Apple box, like any Apple product. I throw them away when you're not looking <laughs> because they're they're. The Mevo boxes, all these cameras that we have, they're really thick boxes. They're that good boxes, they're, yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like an asshole. Well, you got to use them, though. You can't just save boxes to save boxes. Well, I do it for, like, um, I was uh, deconstructing some of the mic uh, stands we had. And so well, they I, come in handy. I literally got I use it for, like, bucketing, like, the, the nuts and bolts and yeah, stuff. Exactly. And like, yeah, exactly. I got excited about a plastic bag yesterday. My, my wife ordered a big thing of Splenda. It was like, <laughs> gigantic. I was like, oh, that's a good bag. I'm going to use that. It's like... It's not that bad to be nerdy about it. But you know who's like, I, I'm always envious of like, I was thinking about this the other day. What if I could be so good at being organized and have like that organized kitchen, right? Where the, there's no brand labels on anything. You ever been to someone's house where they put ev- all the cereal into one big like cool looking yes. container and they take the time with the groceries to take all the brand labels off of everything pretty much? Yes. And you're like, Am I in a movie? So like, what is this place? Clean. That's weird, though. But think about it. Think about your... Just put it in a closet that you can't see. No, no. It's, I got a pantry, but I'm saying like... Oh, yeah. Pantry. That's what they call it. I'm saying like... I realized... I, then I looked around. I was really high. And I was looking around. I was like, how many labels do you see kind of day to day just in your kitchen from the stuff you're buying? Mm-hmm. And it's that, that's a form of like remarketing and brand you know, kind of loyalty over time. Sure. I just, but I always envy the houses, the ones that are the best, not the biggest mansion or not any of that. The coolest ones were the ones where you felt like, uh, I don't know, it didn't have this like American. They're branding like, their own groceries. No, it had, it didn't have this American like, like um, color, all the amalgamation of colors and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't like idiocracy where it was just like <laughs> ads everywhere. Super big ass fries. Yeah, I don't know the Golden Grams box we had. If I had that in a container, I'd look way classier. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. Photosynthesis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that. I don't. What? Photosynthesis? 
What about idiocracy? <laughs> it's uh, that's it's what yep. plants crave. Yeah, I got you. Sorry. Gatorade. Everybody drinks Gatorade. That's my favorite book. Anyway, any other tips? What what do you tell people when you're? Do people go? I've never. I don't know how to hire someone like you, or, or are they scared to do it? People are afraid of change. This is what I'm getting to. It's like right. the hardest thing I think in business is changing behavior of your company a lot of the time, or changing an employee or yourself. In life, probably the same thing, right? You have yeah. a bad behavior; it needs to be fixed. What is it? Ninety days usually, if you work on it every day, to change it was behavior. Six weeks. Six weeks, something like that. Yeah. Uh, depends, I guess, on what it is. But what do you? Is there anything when you're talking to people and you're like, "This is this is what's going on. You're going to be much better off." Do you go back in six weeks? or three weeks, or something like that, to make sure they're doing it? I do not. Um, yep. Usually they will reach back out to me if they need me to come back and help them to maintain. Yeah. But it's it's not something that, um, that only I can do. Anybody can do this. You just have to learn how. Yeah. And then once you've learned how and everything has a home, you're going to do everything differently. You're going to shop differently. You're not going to buy the things that you don't need anymore. So are you going in uh, one time, clearing out everything and say, all right, I got it where it needs to be, I'm out? No. Okay. Only because <laughs> the psychological part Good of yes it, hand. it is hard for them to let go of things mm -hmm. a lot of times. Uh, you know, oh, this was, um, my, my five-year-old made this thing for me, macaroni, whatever. Well, how old is your child now? Thirty something. Oh, well, do we really still need this macaroni? Thing? Yeah. And then there are there are ways that you can actually store stuff that you want to still keep like the sentimental value and make it neater, smaller. But when your house is clean, decluttered, and tidy, yeah, it helps. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, there's the mic. Yeah. When you when your so house is I didn't um, want to have to do it is decluttered and clean and tidy. It actually helps you. With your creativity. Bam. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Just my mood <laughs> in general. What if we just said nothing after that? My, yes. Oh, I can't. Like, if oh, I'm in a bad mood awesome. and I clean everything up. Mic drop. It at least helps that. Because you got a bunch of shit around you. It's like, oh, I'm bummed out and all of this. Right. Uh, I've been really scatterbrained lately. And organizing has kind of helped me. That process of organizing has helped me kind of calm down. But also... I'm at my most creative when I ha don't have to think about that stuff. Well, when you're unorganized and you're scattered in your house, of course your brain's going to be scattered as well. Yeah. It's kind of like all the uh, multitasking that we do. When we're multitasking on a bunch of different things, we're not really putting all of our energy into the one thing that we're doing because we're doing five different things. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm more – the way I see – That's the two-minute warning. The way I see multitasking is – we all have a different definition of it, I think. I, the way I look at it is I will work on this thing for like 10 minutes, then I got to go to this thing for 20 minutes. Then I got to go to this thing yeah. for thing C, I got to put an hour into. After that, I'll go back to A. And that's. that's multitasking. Yeah, well, there's well, a some lot people, of. Some people would <laughs> consider that multitasking. I think there's a lot of, yeah, like a negative or positive connotation to it. And that's like what people see as multitasking. The older I, generation be like, yeah, you're multitasking, you piece of shit. So, like, they said Bill Clinton could read a book and have a conversation at the same time. That's, like, the ultimate. Bullshit. 
Yeah. I, I believe it. I, I bet he's a high functioning person. I he's don't definitely think he's really smart. Pr- I don't think he's a good dude. But, but who's uh, questioning him on the book? Is he get, doing book reports after? He probably could just I, save it to get laid. Probably, yeah. I mean, I can have a conversation too. Just be like, uh huh. Well, right. I yeah. was, yeah, I was, yeah, I got I was it, talking got about it. this with my buddy on mm-hmm. Monday. I can drive and be a hundred percent into driving and the conversation I'm on. Uh, but I know not everybody can do that at the same time. That's more multitasking to me too. Yeah. My thing is like, um, by the way, thirty percent of what we buy for groceries, Americans waste. Just want to throw that out there, according to CBS News. Something nice, big stat to throw out right before we leave. I like stats. <laughs> I like stats. Like Asperger. I like stats. Okay. Kelly, what's your website? Sorganizing.com. Sorganizing. Yep. Do you ever put it out that way? I have not. So organizing. You can can just use the hanger thing, and that's you'll keep it at not so organizing. It's the new thing. It's organizing. Thanks for coming on, boo. Sweat Equity Podcast. Tell a friend, tell a loved one about this show. Tell your children, your parents. Show them what a podcast is. Rate us five stars. Write a little sentence because. If you don't write a sentence, it doesn't count as much. Yep. You know that? SweatEquityPod.com. Thanks, everybody.